1: Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water podcast with returning host Andy, <laughs>
2: two in <a> row, <laughs> two in a
1: row. Two in a row, and Nathan. I was gonna say Micah. Jesus, I'm here too. Hey, You're harvest
2: right. is done, yay! We finished it at about six thirty p.m. on Wednesday. What is it say? It's Wednesday the second, second? Yeah. November second? We're recording this. Is that a record? So, for you are guys? you gonna
0: go on record saying? You'll be here every week. No, I will,
2: I will not go on record saying that, but I plan on being here a lot more often. Great, so. we'd appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> trying to help you out. But who are you going to talk? Shit? Who are you going to talk shit about? I mean, I'll still talk shit to him. I mean, knows? all right, I went back and listened to almost all of them now. Almost, at all least of the them. intros. And It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It cal- said it. I said I said it wasn't that bad. He called me one name. I mean, that was offensive. The rest of them was fine. (laughs) It was was offensive, and I would have said it to your face. (laughs) Pretty sure you did tonight. It's fine. So, (laughs) yeah. Nope. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, done with harvest. It's pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, that seems like pretty fast. It feels like it took forever because we had such good weather Uh and we just ran every day. Yeah. But um, and I think I don't know.
1: I mean, because you guys started September...
2: Shit, when do we get back?
1: Probably, well, let's just say September 18th or something, something like, like that. Somewhere around too. there, middle of yeah. September. And it and took
2: us, I mean, longer than normal because we shut down for, like, my nephew's games. My dad didn't listen Right, miss any kind of those you didn't run games. all night sort of thing. We weren't running until 2 o'clock in the morning type shit. So, I mean, yeah, we could, we could have done faster. Right. But, but still, I mean, that's pretty good. That's yeah. awesome, man.
1: Awesome. Proud of you now it's time to i don't get, know
0: let's talk about some stuff
1: yeah now it's want, time to get in the deer woods oh absolutely. so well that's yeah that's great today's november 2nd yep. the pre-rut is going on i feel yes. like it's hit and miss i've had what s- what is a whitetail
0: i just want to know what is a whitetail deer
2: Deer, okay, I, thought, I was I was waiting for him to specify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a few kinds of whitetails. Because uh, I feel
0: like all you guys are lying about them existing in the world. Oh, oh he's going to get on his soapbox yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, I was, took dear, I, was, I took my dear. son tonight uh, before we recorded, and at first I was like, "Hey, you want to go hunting with me tonight?" And he said yes. And at first I was like, "You're going to go with me," because I was going to a spot that, um. Uh, A stand that I have never had anybody else in with me. Mm -hmm. It's a two-man stand, but anyways. And right before we got ready to leave, I'm like, ah, screw it. If you're going, we might as well take your bow. So, anyway, (laughs) I had him carry the crossbow in because it was unloaded, not ready to go. I cocked it Mm -hmm. once we got ready up there. oh, Or whatever it's called, got it ready. and uh, Because it's one of them cranking. It's got mm-hmm. the uh, AccuDraw system, yeah. so I just slowly did it. It yeah, was yeah, really gosh. windy tonight, so I yeah. didn't make much noise doing it. Anyway, but when we got down tonight, I didn't want him carrying that crossbow. Um, what's it? Cock- what's the cocked. word? Charged, you know, like. Cocked. So I'm like, I'll carry this back Cock. to the truck. Cock. So I said, <laughs> <laughs> so it gets better. I Penis. said, you're gonna, you're gonna. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're, you're gonna That's carry. Right, guys. You're gonna carry my bow. So he's carrying my bow. And I look back and I watch him drag my freaking bowstring across a cornstalk. <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, you got to pay attention. Give me my bow." So I carry both he's bows both back others. to the truck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And uh that got those crossbows are heavy. Yeah. They are. They're man, definitely
1: they're... not light. They're not light. That's for sure. And that
0: two-man stand that I was in the night which um was it's just an old old stand. Uh Two man my ass, it was very tight. Really, <laughs> I mean, you know, with I had my bow on one side of the tree hanging. I had him carry or holding his crossbow uh, on the shooting rail, and I pretty much stood up the entire time. Yeah, because um, I had him set up looking one direction, and then I was looking behind us in two shooting lanes I had cut already. And uh, that farm man, they are they are there but they're there one to two hours after dark yeah. pretty much every night. And I was hoping tonight was the night that break loose. they got, you know,
2: just going a little more. I was able, whenever it rained last weekend, I was able to go, and uh, I had a, a real nice eight point. He actually, uh, there's two does in the field. He popped out of the, the timber line and chased two does around for a minute, and back. he left them, went back in the woods. But uh, kind of first sign of that little rut activity starting. Kind of gave them a little runaround. I had a
1: pretty uh Look at that picture though. Disappointing. This morning. That's pretty sweet. Bobcat on that log. Yeah. That's cool. I, I had a pretty disappointing hunt the other day. But oh. th- the Friday yeah. <laughs> before Oh God. The Friday before you season. Disappointing is the word you're going with, huh? Yeah. Disappointing. Upset. Furious. A <laughs> few other We're ones. getting there.
2: We're yeah. getting there.
1: So I got this I got my corn that I planted yeah. for the deer. And I had a blind set up. I've had it up there for weeks. Well, let me back up a little bit. So anyways, I go out there. I had to do some work to get ready for you season coming up. Just want to make sure everything I get out there and I can't <laughs> find my blind. I'm like, you found it. Great. Somebody stole my blind, you know? And I'm like, cause I knew we had all those bad winds there for a while, but I've driven by and I've been hunting since then. And it was always there. So anyways, I go out there and I'm like, great somebody stole my blind but they didn't take my chair okay <laughs> so that's great that's good i got the thing i was like man it probably just blew away so i'm gonna look around i looked in the woods i looked everywhere <laughs> i go over to the pond which is <laughs> like you know down eight feet right, right now or whatever it is and there's my blind right there just soaking luckily it was close enough to the shore where i was able to get a big stick fish it out I set that up. That was on a Wednesday. I couldn't hunt Thursday. Friday, I go out there. It's the day before you season, and it's perfect. Got a good wind. It's not terribly hot, cool weather, and it's getting to be that perfect last 20, 30 minutes of prime time hunting. I'm like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And I look over on the far side of the corn, and – There's one of my target bucks. Oh, My big eight, super wide, freaking probably weighs 350 pounds. I mean, he's just a huge deer. My pants got much tighter at that moment. Yes, super excited. There's probably, at this point, he's roughly anywhere from 80 to 100 yards away, and he's slowly feeding towards me. I'm like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. With 10 minutes left of light. How, How close is he then? About 60. Oh, my God! 60. He was about at that threshold to where. When do I start drawing? When, when do I right, start ranging? I, I'll shoot up to 60 yards. I would prefer 30 and in. Oh, yeah. But I can take a 60-yard shot. I feel comfortable with that. On a deer that doesn't know what's going on. On a deer that doesn't know yeah, what's going on. If he's out there feeding, I feel comfortable with that. I was hoping to get get him around 45, 50. But anyways, so he's doing that. And uh, I'm getting all excited. I'm like, this this is great. This is great. Like I said, 10 to 15 minutes left to shoot light. <laughs> a guy that I know pulls up into the field and there's a shop or a barn in the field and where I'm at is just further on down the field. And he is unloading a bat wing on a trailer Aww. and moving tractors around. And so long story short, he kicked the deer away. You know, the deer didn't want to come play anymore. So I, I was pretty upset. I, I hung out in my blind for a good 30 minutes, 45 minutes <laughs> after minute dark. After just dark <laughs> because I knew if I walked back there, and he was still there. And so I, I waited till I calmed down because I was pissed. I was super pissed. So finally I walked back there, and he had to move my truck to do what he was doing. and everything. So he knew I was hunting. I mean, he, he knows what I'm doing there. And he's like, oh, what's going on? And he ended up getting the bat wing stuck on a trailer. It was hung up, so he needed some help anyways. Uh, he's like, so did you see any deer? Yeah. Yeah, I sure, did. Sure as hell did. I did. I did, I oh, did see Okay. It. I was like, yeah, appreciate it. You know, whatever. But so, did you tell him what? No, happened? I didn't. I didn't because I would have been mad again. So I just let it go. You know, it's not his fault. He, he had man. He had stuff to do. Right. Right? I mean, he was trying to get something done. Could've it was just about ten minutes. <laughs> it was just bad timing. But yeah. you know, that's, yeah, it nice. happens. It's happened to all of us. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, latest hunting story. You season that's passed. Nathan didn't have any luck. Me and Brindley I sure as hell did. No. Me and Brindley, we went out uh Saturday. Uh we had a doe. We had a doe and she missed. She shot she shot a little low. It's mm. probably my fault cuz we were actually using Andy's crossbow yeah. that he let us borrow and we've been practicing at 30 yards and she was hitting money each time. Mm-hmm. The deer came out it was about 40 yards and I was like just aim a little high, whatever. Was, and my fault. I probably should have just made her not shoot. But uh yeah. But and then we went out Sunday. It's cut. not
2: like a high dollar crossbow. that's one of those right. ones I've had for a while and there's probably quite a bit of drop. It's not as fast as some of those super nice ones, so it's probably yeah. quite a bit of drop between thirty and forty.
1: Yeah, I should've I should have shot it and known, you know, that's my fault. It's on me. It's on me. It but happens. uh you know, but she did great. She I mean she's a very patient hunter. She's uh she can sit there and just sit. She's not like my other children. (laughs) But, (laughs) Brinley, Chase, and Caden all got to go to
0: the annual youth deer uh, contest. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun, man. Uh, Third annual, technically, but second annual, uh, hosted by these folks. And, uh, great time. 121 registered youth hunters. And I I believe
1: there was 52 52 deer checked in. So, I mean, 50%? Almost
0: 50%. yeah, you know success ratio. That's pretty good. And the good. coolest thing about this is, and we're gonna thank them in a second. Every single kid that registered a deer, or no, I'm sorry, every every single registered hunting hunting kid that went, yeah, that went. Well, actually, they didn't have to be there; they just had to register for the event.
1: Won a prize. And They
2: didn't have to register in advance, correct? It was kind of no. They they no, came. You go you in. Show up.
1: You fill out a piece of paper. Yeah, like me and Brinley, or we went. Sunday evening was when it ended, obviously. So we went in. We didn't have a deer to check in. All mm-hmm. we, had, all we had to do was she had to write her name on a card, and that was it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it gets put into a bucket. And every so, 121 kids all won a prize.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, you know, pretty,
1: because there's some
0: there were some awesome sponsors of the a lot of sponsors. event. A lot of um, really good sponsors. We were lucky enough to team up with some of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So want to thank them again. We've done it before, but thank you to Midwest Gunworks. Uh, Thank you to um, River's Edge Tree Stands, Lucky Buck, Onyx Maps, Black Ovis. They all came through big. Uh, Zambra Boots, Alps Outdoors. My goodness. Yes, they're awesome in this event. Um, Just. Keep sending stuff is, you know, they, it's just amazing what our, our contact with Helps Outdoors sends to us put to help kid, us out You know,
2: Getting kids involved in the outdoors, you could tell how important it was for all those companies, mm-hmm. you know, that, that are our partners that helped yeah. us get some stuff donated to them. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing for those guys, for yeah. those companies. So if you're, you're in the Johnson,
0: um, so this, this hunt was for uh, kids who hunt in Johnson in and Lafayette County, Missouri. Um, that might change in the future, but right now it's Lafayette and K- Johnson County. I think there were three different youth hunts across the state. Um, Alps Outdoors actually posted a video about it. <clears throat> and uh, I can't remember where the other two were, but one was on the St. Louis side, and I don't remember where the third one was.
2: I mean, there's several. I mean, because...
0: Yeah, contest or whatever you want yeah. to call them. Yeah. So, um, right now, that's where it is. And it's just... It's it's a great event. I want to thank um, Josh and Carrie Goodman for putting this event on. They do a lot They host the event... Uh, Kerry organizes all of this stuff. Uh, they fed everybody. They fed everybody. Mm-hmm. The, food, uh, the meat was donated by a local uh, guy named Nate. So thanks, Nate. Not me, Nate. A different Nate. Um, a lot of people donated the time. People had to check deer. I know a buddy of mine, that uh, several buddies of mine that stayed there pretty much all day, Saturday and Sunday, checking deer in and mm-hmm. weighing deer. Um, so it was a lot of fun. That banquet at the end was cool. You know, everybody kind of gathers around, mm-hmm. and they just uh, start shoot, handing shoot out the price. shit. And yeah. then they start hanging out, handing out prizes. Kind of a funny story about one of my sons. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of this thing, my, my son Caden, uh, you know, he had a tear in his eye. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I didn't win anything. I'm like, well, not everybody wins, man. Like, that's life. Yeah. Suck it up. <laughs> and uh, so, that was that. And then I was talking to Josh – uh, a little later, and I'm like, "So how many kids didn't you know go home with something this year?" He's like, "Oh, none. Every kid won." I'm like, "Oh, well, Caden didn't win anything." <laughs> He's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I, he never heard his name, and I don't, I don't remember hearing it." He's like, "Oh no." Long story short, my handwriting is so bad. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That when Josh uh, read his name, he read it as Cade Thorny.
1: So, that is awful. And it was like in the first 10 It was one of the first like 10 things. Let the kid write
2: his own name, apparently.
0: (laughs) So, because they... Thankfully, they're very organized. Carries of awesome running stuff like this. After they would draw the name of the kid, they would put their piece of paper on the product they won. So, we... We going. We actually went through all the stuff, and I didn't see his name anywhere. I'm like, bud, you just didn't win, man. I'm, I might have not put it in the hat or whatever. Well, it was a larger item that he had actually won, and he was the one who saw it. He's like, dad, that's my name on that one. It's just kind of hilarious. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, but, you know, so that was the coolest part is every kid wants something. Yeah, yeah it's was awesome. Yeah, yeah uh, a lot of fun. Pretty awesome. So if you are a business or an individual – who's looking for ways to give back in the outdoor community to me, <coughs> this event is a great way to do that. Yeah. You
1: or know, your local, uh, if there's one going on. Sure. You know, but yeah, obviously. I, I kind of was talking to people in our area
0: more than anything. Right. You know, like if, if you're looking for ways to, to do that, that I'm sure next year they're going to have, they were hoping for, I think a hundred kids this year and they, they had 121. So they, they, they almost doubled from last year. Right, they yeah, had I'm seventy sure. some last year. I'd be yep.
2: curious. I mean, the ratio of kids they got from the county because there's what thirteen thousand deer checked in, twelve thousand deer checked in for youth season. I think I read They're a little over thirteen thousand. In what the county? State. In the
0: state. Okay, for gotcha. youth season. Yeah. Well, our two counties with the kids that were there checked in fifty some. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, right. yeah. There was one, there was a
1: doe killed that was like 32 pounds. 32 pounds, and the biggest deer was 209, I believe. Dang. So there was like a coyote that. killed that day that weighed 38 and was a female. Yeah, female, 38. It's a big one. It's a big coyote. Big coyote.
0: Big coyote. Yeah. So just wanted to throw that out there. That was an awesome event. Uh, hopefully we can continue to be a part of that uh, moving forward. Um, but thank you to Carrie and Josh Goodman. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Okay, but today's Let's show... Let's talk about today's show. Yeah,
1: so today we have on our contact over at uh, Midwest Gun Works. We've uh, actually had him on the show before. But today we talk with Cameron Tinker, and we discuss our top five deer rifles. The His top five. His top five. We, we just kind of, you know... We kind of put a list together. Pew pew. And to preference, and we talk about this in the episode, this is just all personal based this is no hard fact rule we did it for (laughs) fun mostly you know yeah and uh, don't
2: get all in your field yeah don't don't get all pissed off like this
0: is just you know cameron is a gunsmith by trade right so he's got a lot of knowledge in this area a lot of yeah so Um, and we're we're just just hunters yeah
1: and it's just like i said it's just his opinion his top five it was it was a lot of fun really it really was he kind of breaks down each one of his for and different and he, reasons. And so He
2: has his reasons why he picks the one he does and doesn't always mean it's the best at killing, it's right. the best at whatever. But yeah,
0: right. But there's always variables that go into like why you have... He used a matrix. Why you use a rifle. Reasons. Right? I mean, you could be someone who uh, has a little one that's hunting too, and so you're choosing something that's a little smaller. You could be someone who can only have one gun for multiple things, so... You know, you're obviously obviously not going to be running around with a seven mag while you're trying to coyote hunt too or something like that. So we know no, I won't. <laughs> I could, we know we we understand that this is not like a black and white top five type of list, but it's it was a lot of fun um, to kind of give at least Cameron's opinion, and then actually the three of us also had
1: top fives. Yeah, and um, I mean lots of similarities, but you guys will you guys will catch
2: on. I really so. want to know. What our listeners' top fives are going to be? Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: going to try to. Um, so when you guys hear this show, um, shoot a story or whatever. I'm I'm going to even try to do a story on the old Instagrams, uh, having folks, you know, answer. Survey. I think there's a survey option or some shit, but uh, people can you know tell us what their top five is. Reply to the show post or just post a picture of your favorite uh, caliber and tell us why you like it. Uh, over others, uh, because I'd like to learn more about it. I mean, one of my top five is a gun that I've never shot, but it's because I keep hearing great things about it. So, um, I'd like to hear hear more about it. For sure.
1: But let's get into the sponsors, and then we'll get into the show. Well, first, Midwest Gunworks. Yep.
0: (laughs) First and foremost.
1: Um,
0: Can we give him a little, like, tease? Yeah. Can we give him a tease? He did say we could. Okay, he says it um, a little bit. Midwest Gunworks is going to be having a Black Friday sale Yep. on Black Friday, and you won't know about it right until that. Details come yeah. out the De- details. on Black yeah. Details
1: come out on Black Friday. So if you guys, and he says in the show, if you guys you know, got some big ticket items, you might want to wait. Wait until then. Wait until then. And he also said that we could say you can stack our code on top of that. So that's pretty cool right there. Yep. So uh, Use yep. that code, MWW5. For an extra 5% off of whatever their
0: awesome Black Friday sale is going to be, MidwestGunWorks.com. Yep. Guns Once you go ancient. buy that gun <laughs> <laughs> on Black Friday, you're going to need a nice optic.
1: Yeah, and what are you going to use?
2: Ridiculously good
1: optics. Ridiculously I'm not good optics. optics. Ridiculously. I have a hard time saying it. Ridiculously. Is good optics. Yeah. Athlon optics.
0: Yep. Um Newer sponsor of ours. Excited to work with them. Uh, really enjoyed shooting my six arc with my helos on there mm-hmm.
1: haven't got to shoot my uh my other one i was shooting my 6.5 grindle i have the uh argos on it the uh 6 by 25 i believe it is so Brindley and myself. i got your range finder all set up for you andy yeah i appreciate that <laughs>
2: Dude, i love my rangefinder. it's I've pretty sweet right it, i've taken out just kind of mess with it and played in the woods well. have you
0: figured out how to do it to where it automatically gives you the adjusted yardage
2: no, I just keep using it the way it is. It gives you the true yardage, and you wait about a second. It's one and it'll second. It'll give you the adjusted. So yards.
0: our contact with Athlon said that there's a setting where you don't have to wait.
2: Oh, I really don't mind because I like messing with it. I, I like guessing. I guess I sit in my. I'm, I stand and I'll range trees and I'll guess. Right. And like all right, I bet that's truly thirty-five, but I bet my angle is going to come in thirty-three. Hmm. How are you anyway? Huh?
1: How are you? Because I know how you are in in Colorado. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So,
2: Harry, you're alive. My actual ranges are pretty close. By adjusted ranges, I'm usually, uh, I usually think it's going to adjust more than it actually does. Right. Yep. So
0: check them out, athlonoptics.com. Find a dealer near you. Uh, Rivers Edge Edge Tree Stands.
1: Yep. Use the code Missouri10 for 10% plus free shipping and handling. On it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> on any hang on or ladder stands, yeah. Uh, you better, You're behind the a ball. Get your. Yeah, you need to get you stand. i mean, uh I don't know what the hell you're doing? I always hey, get, get to going. this
2: time of year, and I I feel like I I need another during, one during off season. Like I have so many stands, I don't need any more stands. I get to this time of year, like oh, I wish I had a stand. I could throw in this corner. I was or that literally corner. just thinking about that the other like, day. Every year I get to that place, so I think I need to order me some more uh, Rivers Edge tree stands.
0: For sure. Hey. If you put together that tower blind for me, you can use it.
2: Sure. <laughs>
0: Don't threaten me it's with a your, good time. It's at your house.
1: Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, so check them out, River's Edge tree yep. stands. Um, Lucky Buck. We're still putting out mineral. Mm-hmm. I put mine. It's been a few weeks now. I haven't done two it. Week, I'm out. Two, two or three weeks. I if put. I c- so. If
2: coyotes pee on it one more time,
1: really. That's one thing I've noticed this year, I haven't had as many coyotes on camera. I've had, had
0: more this year and they keep peeing on my Lucky Buck. I've had I've had them do it once I'm and fight them.
2: Yeah. Do you think that messes with the deer? I, I don't know cuz uh, they're so. the next day there's deer all over it. That's so, good.
1: But yeah. We really like Lucky Buck. Go give them a try. You know, Lucky Buck. Oh, <laughs> all right, on X maps. Yep, use the code MWW20 for 20% off. Make sure you go to the actual website when doing that. You can't do it over the apps. Yeah. And Uh, actually, they have a uh, feature that I really like. That one I
2: don't like, I think.
1: The wind
0: direction
2: thing? No. I tend to share points with Nate and be like, hey, man, where should I hunt? But now he knows where all my stands are. (laughs) I mean, I already did. but uh well i was gonna
0: say they i mean if we're gonna have poach, a
2: coach we're gonna
1: do it we don't need your point you know <laughs> your your spots if we're gonna go kill something i, uh, need, to qu-
2: uh, I need to quit sharing information with nate's what i'm saying <laughs> that
1: might be
0: what the, the hell did i do you. wrong <laughs> <laughs> they have an ideal wind uh what do you call that feature yeah which yeah. is really nice you can uh you can put you can set like let's say a tree stand you can set what you want your ideal wind to be, and then based on the wind that day, it'll tell you, "Hey, this is garbage." Good. Have you not used that future?
2: Have not.
1: I had to, to show you that. I've used it. I started using it. Pretty it's, cool. It's pretty sweet. As long as the uh, wind, it does it. I've noticed, and I've looked. I'll look at the Weather Channel. I'll look at my Onyx. I'll look. I'll freaking look wherever. And for whatever reason my area, the wind's always different. Just the way it the way moves it, in that yeah, area. Yeah, just the topography of it. Mm-hmm. It just moves different than what it, you know. What the what, predominant wind is. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So
0: yeah, that 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 could be a thing. Uh okay, we got Onyx done. Uh dot Cuddyback, com. Yep. Use the code M O W W twenty two for ten percent off. And then um last but not least, Camo Fire and Black Ovis. Both awesome, awesome things in their own right. Camo Fire, you know, get on that app. I would download the app. I mean, you can get on the website, but the app's so much more fun to play with. Yeah, it's a lot easier to just use the app. I'm not going to get on the website this time because you gave me a hard time last
1: year. Well, because it takes you 44 minutes to find it. It takes two seconds. Either way. And then Black Ovis. Use the code mww 10 for 10% off. So. Hopefully, you guys have got most of your stuff, but I'm sure you guys can find something. They just
2: came out with their new
1: merino layers.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, they're pretty sweet.
2: Not going to lie. I mean, we're going to get into late bow season here in another month or so. You got plenty of time to get those ordered and get ready for late bow season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't go hunting ever without merino layers on. Same. My base layer is now always on me. Even today, it was 75 freaking degrees. I had my lightweight base layer on yeah you're crazy
2: yeah it's okay maybe not that yeah i say but all the time dude, i don't mean that much all the time
0: <laughs> i'm telling you like my my That's sweat is gone in two seconds yeah that would be nice whereas like if i just had my outer poly layer on i feel like i just am drenched because uh, i sweat i'm a sweater i'm a sweater i'm a sweater uh but appreciate all of our uh, partners partnering with us check them out
1: What else you guys got? Let's get into the show. Let's do that then. I like it. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast.
0: Okay, with us tonight, we've got our buddy Cameron Tinker with Midwest Gunworks. Cam, what's up, man?
3: Oh, not a whole lot.
0: This time we're virtual,
3: but it's
2: okay.
0: Yeah. You, If you could just move Midwest Gunworks over to KC.
2: Dude. Yeah, <laughs> can you guys get a branch over on this side of the state? That'd be fantastic. Hey,
3: if we're getting another branch, I'm thinking Wyoming. <laughs> <out> there, Montana, <laughs>
2: Big picture. You know, a little bit further. Big picture. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. So for uh, our listeners who don't know, um, Cameron is – uh, with Midwest Gun Works, who's one of our partners. He is a uh, well, he's their media guy, I guess now, but he's also a gunsmith. So Cameron's got a lot of certified uh, background in the the bang bangs and the pew pews. So, um, I, me and Cameron were talking last week or the week before when we were kind of talking about different shows, and um, we decided to do this show right before. Missouri's rifle season, honor of rifle season kicks coming up. Yep, it'll be our last show before rifle season. Yep. It will be. That's correct. So um, today's show, we're gonna do kind of a fun. Let's just preface that now. A fun, opinionated, opinion-based yeah. list of the top five deer hunting rifle calibers.
2: And Layman's turn. Don't get butthurt if you're in a caliber <laughs> not on our <honorless>. list.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's just the you know it, it's. Cameron's the expert, so we're going we're gonna to go through. Me, Micah, and Andy also made our top five lists. Um, we're going to go through them. We're going to talk about each, each caliber from five to one. We're going to do an audible mention. We're also going to do a worst uh, worst caliber. But,
2: but Which, Cameron, be honest, how many times did Nate text you asking for your list? Just once. Just once. Just once. <laughs> I think yeah. he's asked me five times. That
0: is not accurate. That is not accurate. But um,
1: what was I saying before? Before we get into <laughs> it, I think Cameron, he's got a pretty good story. He actually just got back from Colorado and harvested a hell of an elk. Yes, it Do you want to give some clip notes real quick, yeah. just so people kind of know that story? I I mean, some cliff notes. Cliff notes. clip notes. Whatever. <laughs> you <can> clip them. <laughs> yeah. Clip, yeah. Clip so, uh,
3: so I was lucky enough to uh, go out to Colorado this year, uh, first season rifle. It was me, my dad, my brother. I'd been out five years ago now, about right when I started MGW. And at that time, we kind of just did a drop hunt um, in Colorado also. We're not successful, really didn't see any elk. Had a kid, new job, all that good stuff. So I wasn't able to go last few years. So this year we got to go out. And uh, long story short, So first rifle season, we got there on a Friday, started on a Saturday. We hunted all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday. Didn't see any elk, did, you know, seven, eight, nine miles a day all day. Got there before dark, got back at dark, Uh, didn't go back, just, you know, ate out of our backpacks, all that good stuff. Saw a lot of moose pronghorn, mule deer, pretty much any species besides bear and elk, which is what I can shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it Um, works, man. It's a sick joke. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, it was incredible leading up to it, but uh, I had an either or any, whatever you want to call it. My brother had an either or any and then my dad did not draw that so he had to buy an over-the-counter cow. So, we would kind of split off here and there, first three days of hunting. Me and my dad went out together at first, because if we saw a cow, then he would shoot it. We saw a bull, then I would shoot it. Um, so come Monday, we had hunted all day long. We had access to private. So eight, 900 acres of private, all surrounded by public, hunted that really hard for those three days comes about four o'clock and, uh, didn't have service the whole entire time. So this, this whole story, everything just falls into place uh i'm sitting on one ridge him and my brother on another he texts me and says hey we're gonna sit here until dark i said i sat there didn't reply and i got to thinking i'm looking on my onyx and i had so many points i did so much e-scouting it was unreal so i was like man we're just not seeing them here not you know seeing some sign but just not seeing them i don't know if they've dropped down even lower what the deal is so i text him back and i said actually let's meet at the truck at 4 30 i'm gonna go spot out a spot for tomorrow before it gets dark so we text back okay well a little before 4:30 when we were meeting up i hear a cow call and i look down he's standing down at the bottom of the ridge so i go down there tell him where i want to go hop in the truck and we drive off so we head to some blm land and there was not a single tree in sight i mean it was just huge valleys sagebrush saw a couple pronghorn driving around trying to see where we could set up, but with no trees and no concealment, no nothing. I mean, we're rifle hunting, so you can touch out, but man, there was just nothing. So we're heading back out. And all of a sudden, I don't know, 2000 yards away. We had been seeing a lot of livestock, a lot of cattle. I said, Hey, slow down. I think these are cattle, but just let me check. So he stops, pull up my binos. And as soon as I see him like, Holy shit, those are elk. That's that cow has antlers. That's what those look like. I mean, it was you're you're at that point, you're like, man, you don't even know what an elk looks like at that point. Just because nope. you're just seeing everything but Been there. so at that time it was probably five thirty. You know, we only had an hour left until sunset, and then you know, half an hour after. So we had about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes left of shooting. So we're sitting there and they're down in this deep valley. How are we going to get there? How are we going to get there? Okay, if we go over this way, the closest we're going to get is like 500 yards. And that was my absolute furthest shot. If I was laying down prone, no wind, 500 yards was my max. Theirs was probably around that three to 400. So that wasn't an option. So we're like, okay, we're going to come up the backside. We'll have the valley as our concealment and we'll be able to sneak up. So we drive around, park about a half mile away from where we last saw them, get out. And i'm not even joking as soon as i step out of the truck that wind just hits me square in the face and i'm like hell yes <laughs> the wind is perfect so all i've got is my bino harness on and my rifle we get out and i'm like you guys better get on your horses we got to get the truck and we've only got about 45 minutes left of daylight so we get to moving first little ridge i look over don't see anything i'm like all right get going so we get going second ridge nothing walk up to the third one and i kind of peek over and i see that first cow right they're up here i said get on your bellies we got to crawl so we crawl i don't know a little over 50 yards to get on the edge of this ridge and i see this herd of probably 20 of them so at that point we had a plan in case there was two of us of a countdown Well, we're crawling up, and I'm like, holy shit, we're about to have to do a countdown for three of us because we're not going to (laughs) pick who's shooting. So they get pulled up. My brother sits next to me because I tell him, you know, we got to pick out which bull we're going to shoot if we're together. He's next to me. My dad's on the other side. So I pull out the rangefinder, trying to hit it. It's just not locking on. I'm like, what? Um, You know, what is going on? I know they're not any further than 400 yards because that's what my rangefinder was good for. Well, i was hitting this brush right in front of me so i kind of leaned up hit the front two, two back 256 so i look over and i say 250. so they're all getting and of course my brother's like your dope card you wrote me only says three and four hundred yards what do i or two and three hundred what do i do for 250. so i'm doing the math calculations i'm like hold two and a half moa." he's like okay so i tell him tell my dad they're dope Lay down and me and my brother are talking. My dad's holding his gun up. He doesn't have a you know bipod. Someone start the countdown. Chill out. Get to talking. Someone
2: start the countdown. All right, all right.
3: (laughs) So as this is going on, I finally I'm like, zoom your scopes out. You don't want to be dialed all the way to where you only see your elk that you're shooting at. You wanna be able to see you know a lot more so i'm only at 12 you know 12 power on my 5 to 25 and all of a sudden i scan to the back of the herd and i see these freaking just antlers and i look at my brother and i say back bull i'm shooting it he says okay so we get settled i'm like everybody's good yep three so our plan was three two one
2: boom (laughs)
3: It goes, so I say, three,
2: two, boom. <laughs> they pull the mic up. They, they pull, pull the, the mic, up. mic up. I've done the same thing. So
3: I'm like, son of a bitch. You know, so, and you know, it's a split second. So it's boom, boom, boom. He shoots, my brother shoots, and I shoot. And I knew I laid a good shot in. They take off. The bull goes running. And again, I'm only at 12 power because I knew that that mm-hmm. follow-up shot, I needed to be able to see the whole, the whole elk. So he takes off running. I had already put a new one in. Boom, I pull a second one. And then he stops about 200 yards just facing straight at us, standing there. I already – I mean, as soon as I pull the trigger, I'm I'm just working that bolt, (laughs) getting a new one in there. I'm sitting there, and five seconds goes by, staring. Boom, I pull a third one. And I have never heard – it was just an open valley. I mean, you heard the crack. And then you heard a sledgehammer of it hitting this thing right in the front of the chest. I really Soon want as to know I know what you're like shooting, but on our wobble. show, I
2: think we need to wait. You're right. I was well, gonna Remember, this is a whitetail show.
0: <laughs> but still, I have a feeling
2: it'll come out. So yeah, it I'm, might. Let's wait. Let's wait to ask him.
3: So I mean, it was like it was like you punched someone square in the chest. The noise, I'll never forget it. I hit him. He starts doing the death wobble for about. Five seconds, and then boom, he crashes and never takes another breath again. And I look at my brother and I'm like, Holy shit, did you hear that? I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And then I'm on, you know, cloud 100, <laughs> seeing him you know, rack sticking out of the sagebrush. But long That's story awesome. short, I, I hit him all three times. Both first two shots were right behind the shoulder. And then the third shot just hit him right in the chest, came out. About his back right quarter between his back quarter and his ass, um, my amazing, brother shot though. a cow, uh, and then my dad missed. So, oh, which was a godsend because trying to cut up three of them would have been—I <laughs> mean, cutting up two of them was a, a day and a half. Start project. the countdown. <laughs> Start the, <laughs> that's a whole—that's a whole nother story. Trying to get those things broken down. Yeah. and all oh, out. Yeah. So it was about a mile from our truck up. I mean, uphill the entire way.
0: I want to know. Who was the first shot? Who went on two? It was
3: my dad. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, Micah he went on. Micah and Cameron's yeah. dad are two peas in a pod. Yep.
1: <laughs> We'd get along just great.
3: You get it. I mean, the guy that's not calling the countdown—it's hard. I yeah. mean, you don't want to be the last guy because you don't want it to move. Um. But yeah, I mean, it worked out perfect. Uh. I mean, it was a public land bull. Awesome. just the right amount of suck on the hunt it was just it was <laughs> awesome so
1: that's awesome i mean just beautiful chocolate rack with ivory tips i mean just picture perfect man hell of a yeah, hell so, of an um, elk
3: i'm i i think the guy that i dropped it off to taxidermy he says he's thinking it'll almost it may hit 300 so nice. i'm hoping for that 300 number but yeah. uh either way it was incredible. that's badass that's well congrats cool. man thank you congrats and it was uh and for what I was shooting so so it was a gun which is the cool one of the coolest parts it was a 6.5 Creedmoor that I built um so it was a Remington 700 action Christensen carbon fiber barrel uh I was shooting obviously 6.5 Creedmoor 140 grain Hornady SSTs they were going about 2750 feet per second so I mean it was right on the line of That elk would have died with shot number one, most likely. But, man, 6.5 is right there on the line of being the right caliber for for putting elk
2: down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that might come back into play here in a few minutes. We don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, obviously, we just talked about an an elk just because our, our buddy Cameron killed an elk. So, we wanted to hear the story. But today's episode, like we're saying, is based around whitetail and the best overall caliber for whitetail. In our opinion, in our <laughs> opinion, like we said, there there are a lot of variables um, that go into it, like first time hunters, kids, um, multi purpose guns, where you're
1: hunting at. I mean, yeah, all kinds but of for stuff. For
2: multi purpose, we're talking white But we're talking, pick, yeah, you get to pick a gun off a shelf and to you only hunt to white tail it, yeah.
1: with, yeah. And that's
0: kind of the the way we're going to go through. So we're going to count down from five, and we're going to go through each caliber. Um, that way and kind of talk about why some some positives to the gun some negatives to that that caliber and then we'll move down from there
2: i mean honestly the number one for everybody is the, the gun you have available
0: right not <laughs>
2: not for me <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it's possibly true for nate that's yeah. possibly true now okay. although
0: although the gun i have available now works uh which is awesome so <laughs> that's the one that's going to be used but um okay so
3: number five cameron what do you got so, for number five, I have the old trusty 243 Winchester.
0: Mm-hmm. I think this so, list wouldn't be complete without that on there somewhere.
3: Correct. So, I kind of like dove in because I'm kind of a ballistics nerd. I'm pretty disappointed. But 243 to higher. me, I think has to be on the list um, for a couple reasons. One reason being that it can be used by someone that's younger. It can be used by someone that, you know, doesn't want a lot of recoil and it just gets the job done. I've shot a couple deer with 243. Um, I've got here pretty much what I, what I wrote down was the grain options that you get with the calibers. So the weight of the projectile, feet per second, and then cost and availability is like huge for me. Um, If you can't get ammo for it or you can't get a gun in that caliber then it kind of negates the purpose of trying to get that for deer hunting so 243 is a versatile round you can get anything from 55 grain up to 100 grain you know they're running 28 2900 feet per second up to 3100 feet per second and then going off just like our website for example average cost on a box of ammo 28 bucks to 45 dollars depending on the different you know options that you see out there And then availability, 243 isn't super available as some of the other calibers that I think we're going to talk about, Um, but you can still find it. You can find it in low recoil for youth shooters. You can find it, again, in heavier grain, higher feet per second. So I think it's just a good all-around caliber.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, Mike and Andy, where did you guys have the 243 in your lists? Where is that on our list? Yeah. I didn't have it. I, you didn't have the two forty three you on your sh- list. Get out. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get
1: out. I, I did my list on guns that I have killed deer with. <laughs> I mean, I... I or sense. I have close Personal bonds with. with yeah. Right, okay. First-hand yeah. experience with. Fair enough. Yeah. So, so I had two forty three so rank number three
2: on my uh, list. He three on mine as well. Okay. The three on mine. And for the same reasons, one was the recoil, uh, the versatility, and kind of like, I don't know, mobility. I feel like it's, you know...
1: Yeah, a little bit of a lighter, smaller It's, it's, damp, it's a lighter, smaller.
2: You can get it lighter, smaller, more versatile. Ammo availability was big for me. Um, it's also what I run as a coyote rig. So I was gonna say I, I mean, know
0: we're, I know this is a, a talk, whitetail yeah. list, but
2: I mean that's also the first caliber I started deer hunting with. So I've killed a lot of deer with a two forty three. So I feel like that's I don't know, it's a pretty it's pretty staple for me. Like so, yeah. right in the middle where where I felt comfortable with it.
0: It's a it's a it's a classic deer hunting rifle. I mean, yep, yep. pretty two forty three. Like that's the first deer I ever, or first gun I ever killed a deer with, or first deer I ever killed was with a two forty three. It was actually my father in law's old. I don't remember what it is to be honest with you, uh, two forty three. So. Yep. All right, so yeah. so what y'all's fifth? Well. Do we'll we want to go through his list and no, then ours? We're gonna let yeah. Go, we're gonna let, go yeah, yeah, the we're expert, let the so expert. Give us okay. his list and we'll see if we had that anywhere. And then in we can repeat our list. after. Okay. I got you. I got you so all right number all right. five on the list is the 243 winchester number four
3: So, number four i have the polar opposite but probably the most classic caliber on the list and that's 30-06 so 30-06 it has to be on your list but on mine. there are some Same. downsides on mine too. to a 30-06 um that was our backup for elk hunting it's one of our primaries for deer hunting, as my grandpa's old Remington 700, which you cannot get a better gun. Those old classic ones are just mm-hmm. phenomenal. I think mine's um, a
0: Woodmaster 742, if I remember
3: correctly. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but out 6 not as versatile. You're looking 150, maybe up to 230 grain bullets. Most of the time, it's going to be either 150 or 180s. Right around that twenty six hundred to twenty eight hundred feet per second. Um, cost honestly thirty out six usually is a little bit less expensive than even two forty three. I think just because they're a little bit more popular, more mainstream. Uh, running on our website between twenty seven dollars box and up to fifty five for that premium stuff. And then availability thirty out six in the past has I think been the most available caliber. Nowadays, not as much just because there are a lot of new calibers that have hit Mm -hmm. the market. Um, But it's still very readily available, especially at your major box stores. Shoot, even some gas
2: stations here in town, you know, always has a box of thirty out 6 so.
1: (laughs) Yep, yep,
2: yep. And that's why it is on my list, because it's it's a staple. You find it, almost everybody has one in a gun safe. Everybody has a story of, uncle's 30 out 6 grandpa's 30 out 6 dad's 30 out 30 out 6 in deer hunting i just feel like is is synonymous
0: no yeah i agree with that yeah uh, it's i had it on my list uh, i think it sounds like we all did mm-hmm. um we're at i had it on number 4 on my list it's
2: number 4 on my list i had it He'd i did not he looked at my list i had it
1: on number 3 number 3 okay. there you Fair go <laughs> yeah so
2: it's so, it 30 out 6
3: so 30 out 6 little quick story when i was i don't know probably eight nine somewhere around there i'd already killed a deer with 243 well i thought i need a 30-06 that 243 just isn't enough gun so i just kept begging my dad let me shoot the 30-06 let me shoot finally he said you know what come in the backyard so we went in the backyard we had multiple acres so it was safe and he said if you shoot this you can you can shoot it in deer season this year so he loaded it up again i was you know i don't even know tiny Boom! I shoot it. It almost knocked me on my ass. I started <laughs> tears in my eyes. I was like, "Forget it! I don't want to shoot the thirty out six. That was my first experience, and that's the thing with thirty out six. Obviously, there's a lot more recoil than your two forty threes or yeah. or other things like that. So they're not f- less
1: they're or, not fun to shoot. No, I are mean, oh, not. I mean, you
2: just talk about the, the grain bullets they offer from one fifty to two thirty. I mean jeez you're talking about 180 grain on average bullet type deal i mean that's a that's a thumper
3: yeah 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 it's a lot of powder pushing that projectile yeah
0: yeah it's it's uh it's a lot i mean i don't i can't remember the last time my 30 out six went hunting with me honestly i mean it's it was one of the first guns i took deer hunting that was mine right but uh it's really pretty is the you know like I think a lot of thirty odd sixes. I don't know what kind of production there is nowadays on the thirty odd six, but you know my thirty odd six is a Remington Wingmaster seven forty two. I think is the number, and it is beautiful. It's beautiful woodstock. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't want to take it out and get it all jacked up. That's why right. I think,
2: when I, that's <laughs> it was why I think Grandpa's gun. Yeah. Grandpa's yep. When it's when fine there in the safe. When I think of thirty odd six, I I think of that nice woodstock. I mean the the pretty. I mean that's what yeah. it's got. Yeah. Yep.
0: And so that's where it stays most of the time, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. But, uh, all right, so number four on the list was the 30-06. Number three.
3: Number three, this one honestly could have been number one to me. Um, but I've got is number three, the 270 Winchester.
2: 270. In the words of Micah, <laughs> just say it. The two seventy is not on your list. No, no, then. no.
0: So we have a group text. Yep. And Micah actually wasn't supposed to be here tonight. Yep. So, oh, and I had so we, much shit to
2: give you if you missed tonight.
0: Cameron, me, and Andy were all putting together our list, and we have not compared lists. Um. And Micah just nicely said in the the text message, "I'm not going to be there on Wednesday, but if the two seventy is not in your list." fuck you <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the real so again yeah go ahead and run through it.
3: is 270s is such an iconic round okay. um i think 270s probably honestly the least versatile i guess you'd say usually you only get a 270 and 130 or 150 grain bullet um but for whitetail that's i mean that's the sweet spot right around there Feet per second, they're running 2,800 to 3,000. So, I mean, you can pump a you know 130 grain bullet at almost 3,000 feet a second. Cost, 270 is one of the least expensive, running anywhere, 24, $25 a box, up to, again, the 46, $47 premium. Availability, 270 used to be just like the 30-06, out a lot more available, still is, um, but with newer calibers, a little bit less. But you can find it anywhere. Um, You can find guns chambered in them still. It's just, honestly, for whitetail, it's probably, the 270 is a whitetail cartridge. You don't really, you can use it for elk. It's a great elk cartridge. Um, But other than that, I mean, of course, you've got pronghorn, all these other species, but that is a whitetail cartridge. Right.
0: What's your, uh, I'm just talking about stock guns, right? Like guns you can go into Bass Pro or Midwest Gunworks and buy right um what's your favorite 270 stock rifle you have one
3: so new production i mean you can't really beat bergera rifles right now um tika rifles remnant starting production again um the, the the best bolt action gun though in my opinion now this is this is again this is all opinion based is the old Remington 700s. Absolutely. The BDLs, yep. Woodstock, you know, black tip on the stock. Yep. Great bluing. They're built like tanks. The trigger is heavy as shit, but you can fix that. Um, you just so described on my it. mother's deer rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad, my dad's is a 270 BDL old school, and then my grandpa's was a 30 out 6, you know, 700 BDL. They bought them at the same time. So
2: and they've killed a ton of deer so your your 30-06 story is about identical to my 270 story but the 270 is my mom's uh-huh. and so i had the 243 and everything you know the two i just i want to kill a deer I, you know 243 wasn't big enough i want to kill that i needed that 270 needed that 270 and honestly i mean yeah i i don't know i think i went back and forth for a yeah. while killed a few with each but uh 270 definitely and my dad also tells a story about when he was coyote hunting, he used to have coyote dogs and run. And I don't know, I've never seen them myself, but he said you used to be able to get, it's either 75 or like a 90 grain, uh, like a boat tail soft point or something, maybe a hollow point even. He said those things would flat fly out of the 270. I mean, talking, pushing oh, some feet per second and then just milk jug coyotes, just boop, boop. Yeah.
0: So um, I'm going to tell you where I had 270 on my list. Yeah. And it's funny because i have never shot a 270 in my life i've never <laughs> i've never owned one i've never hunted with one but it's because all i ever hear about the 270 is mm-hmm. how awesome it is of, of a, a deer rifle and you know i had done my research and all that stuff and talked to my brother-in-law russell who we probably should have had on this show with us honestly I thought about that this but, afternoon uh, <laughs> we
3: really probably should have uh i
0: have the 270
1: number one on my list
3: no very nice hey right. <laughs> It, it was very hard for me not to put the 270 number one.
1: It is number one on mine, but that's just because growing up, I didn't have a lot of money. My brother, he always seemed to have jobs or whatever. And so I would always borrow his gun during rifle season because he mm-hmm. was always off doing something. He, he tinkered with guns and uh I was always borrowing his and he got so tired of me borrowing his gun he actually bought me a 270 for christmas one year nice. when I was I believe 15 or something like that best christmas so, present yeah, ever yeah yeah i mean so and it, it was a sa- it's a savage 270 whatever nothing yeah. special or nothing but and that's been my deer gun ever since i was like 15 or 16 years old so i've that. killed a lot of deer with it it's never let me down you know it's just been a great rifle so that's why it's number one on mine yeah
2: it's at number two on mine yeah. nice it's at number two
1: nice that's
0: a it's a i mean so it was in the same spot for me and micah and like cameron said i mean it could have been number one on your on your list it just ended up you asked me three. a
3: couple years ago it would have been my number one for sure
0: yeah okay before we move to number two i want to go back because i forgot to ask this on the uh number five and number four
3: spots What's your favorite stock 243? Stock 243. So for a 243, it's most likely going to be smaller framed person, youth gun, female, or just a more compact gun that you want to be able to maneuver, you know, in out of the woods. You can obviously get other cartridges and the same exact gun, the same size, but a 243 is going to have less kick, so it's more enjoyable to have a smaller gun lighter gun um 243 i'd say the savage is a great gun Um, they're very affordable for definitely three four hundred dollars you can have a 243 that just drives tax all day long so it's it's hard to beat that in a 243
2: i'm not gonna lie i'm I'm pretty disappointed right now (laughs) why (laughs) because i got my seiko s20 from Cameron. <laughs> but <Everybody's> gunworks. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm joking, but I, I love my Seiko S twenty. It's my two my two forty three, yeah. Dude, that hands down, the fav, my favorite overall, not whitetail gun, overall gun that I own.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and what's uh Cameron was saying I bought the Savage Axis, I believe, for my sons as a deer rifle. Yep. Which is no longer gonna be that for them. But when I did buy it, it, that was the idea, and I think it was like two hundred and thirty bucks on sale with a scope. It's a garbage scope, but still, like came with a scope on it, and it would have done the job. It'll it'll get you going. Yeah, it'll get you going for sure. Um, Okay, how about on the
3: thirty out six? So for thirty out six, did we already say thirty out six? Thirty out six, Remington seven hundred BDO. Okay, that was and then. let's say so for the 270 i'm gonna go new so if you're looking for to buy a new gun right now and you want that old school look and you want just really high quality the winchester model 70 super grade is the nicest it's not a nicest factory gun that you can buy by far yeah
0: um
3: they do the super grade and then they also do the super grade maple which the super grade maple is the next gun that's going to go in my safe they are beautiful it'll never see it'll never see the woods ever um that's all right but they come with a real yellow maple stock and the bluing on the super grade line in general is a very high gloss they do a really good job on it it's got the uh, safety on the bolt they are expensive i mean that's the one gun that you're going to spend a lot of money but it's just absolutely beautiful so that 270 super grade maple that will be my next gun yeah.
2: A little little safe safe queen. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. My I have the yeah, synthetic no, I don't version.
0: Have safe queens, <laughs> 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 yep, I get it. Uh my synthetic version, I've got a Winchester model seventy. It's not a two seventy. It's a three hundred Win mag. But it's synthetic. Yeah. And uh it's a nice gun. Um it is it is on my list. We won't talk about where.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um but uh okay, so we've done number five, number four,
1: number three.
3: Two.
1: Number two. Number two.
3: Number two, I have 308. Oh. I thought so about
1: th- this one. Yeah, I thought about 308, but I just I don't know. I couldn't put it on there.
3: So 308, I think, could be anywhere from that one to three. Um, the reason I put it at two, it's not as versatile. You are going to see some, you know, lower grain bullets out there, but generally they only come in 150, 180s. Feet per second, 2,600, 2,900 feet per second, around that same as the others. But cost and availability, 308 is number one by far. Um, It's the cheapest, actually, out of all of them. Yeah. Anywhere from $23 a box up to $50 a box. Availability, we have the most in stock options of 308 out of any of these cartridges and i think you're really going to find that anywhere just because there's so many options for 308 whether it be you know semi-auto ars now you don't want an ar10 whether it be old school semi-auto 762 by 51s um or bolt action 308s they're the same platform bolt face action size as 65 creedmoor so those two go hand in hand on just being the most available.
2: That
0: makes sense. Nice. Or did you guys have that listed on yours at all? I, I did. Did not. I thought I about it. it.
2: It was. It was kind of in my honorable mentions category over there. It, it was thought about, but not. Uh,
0: not I, in my I've opinion. read about the three o eight. I have. Uh, I did not even think about putting it on my list because honestly, I'm uneducated on the three o eight. I don't know anybody that shot one. I don't know anybody that's used one for deer hunting before. I just don't know anything about them. So, it didn't yep. get put on my it, list.
3: Yep, and I've got a Winchester XPR, which is another super, super nice, affordable gun. Um, I think they're around that four to $500 range. Uh, and I've got a three hundred eight twenty-two 22 22-inch barrel. I've killed two deer with it, and actually, I've... Uh, sold it to my brother and he used it, uh, to shoot that elk a couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, he was shooting 150 grain Seiko. I don't remember the, uh, the ammo exactly, but 150 grain going about 28 So it's a good, it's a good round.
0: Nice. Is that what you would say would be the stock, like your favorite gun and the 308 is that one you just spoke of?
3: I would say, i say 308. Is, you can get them in almost any gun, any model. Um, 308's another one that you're not looking to get super precision out of right. um, on these deer hunting rifles. They will be. Um, obviously, they were used for many years for special operations overseas and um, the M24, different things like that. So they can be a precision rifle cartridge. Um, but I think in a Winchester XPR, savage remington 700 Bergera has a lot of 308 options there's just a, a lot a lot of availability for 308
2: oh, all yeah. right nice oh,
0: yeah. okay drum roll oh yeah number one <laughs> number one on cam's list so
3: number one is going to just absolutely piss off some people and I'm going to love every second
1: of it. <laughs> I know which one it is already. I so My number, already knows, huh? I
3: bet it is. Number one is the 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. 6.5 Creedmoor just checks all the boxes if you're just going down a list of which cartridges are the best. It's the most versatile. Um, it's really cost know cost effective now because it's just so much availability and then availability. 6.5 Creedmoor was number two on the most available cartridge on our website, right there with 308. You can find 6.5 Creedmoor anywhere now. Um, you know, a year, two, three pre pandemic, it would have been different. You wouldn't find 6.5 Creedmoor as much, but these manufacturers, because that caliber is becoming so popular, they're pumping out 6.5 Creedmoor before anything else factory ammo so i think between you know availability cost and then for rounds on a 6.5 creed you can go anywhere from 95 grain all the way up to 153 grain um, 140 grain is kind of that sweet spot so my setup that i killed that elk with which i will also deer hunt with is 140 grain bullet and it goes 2750. those are hand loads but that's the same as a factory horn load i loaded the exact same so if i need to buy some factory ammo then i know it's going to be right there similar with it
1: where'd you boys have that i had a number five a because i have one and uh that's mainly the reason why i had it on the list but i just i know how popular that round is and i know that it'll do the job so i just haven't personally put a de- i i'm using it this year i'm Putting the 270 away for a year, and I'm going to be using the 65 Creedmoor this year for my deer rifle. So, Andy, where'd you have it?
2: So, I'm actually probably going to use my 65 for deer hunting this year. Yeah, it's not on my list. Not on your list, list. huh? Not on. Andy, you used it last year, didn't you? I I killed my deer last year with it. Yeah. So I'm not. I just I don't know. I wasn't completely convinced. I'll be honest with you. I get so pissed off that everything I see is always 6.5 Creedmoor. <laughs> you go anywhere, like you pull up a gun, hey, oh, that's a sweet looking gun. What, what caliber is that in 6.5. Six five. Five. <laughs> oh, cool. Hey, oh, I like this gun. What's it? 6.5. You go to whitetail banquet, oh, I'm giving away this gun. What is it? 6.5. <laughs> yeah. It's like, gee, money, Christmas. <laughs> so, yes, it speaks to the availability of it. And I just had a, a personal issue why I did put it on my list. <laughs> I, so, I have no issue with the gun. I'm going to use the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I you did not put it on your is. list, yeah. It's too, so, it's too available. <laughs> Doctor said I was too healthy in too good a <laughs> shape.
0: Okay, so I actually had, I don't know what I should do here. So I actually had like a, a number one and a 1A because I couldn't decide between these two calibers for number one. So I will say I had 6.5 Creedmoor as one of my number ones. Should I wait to... St- when we say our lists wait Wait for your complete for the list one. let's okay. just
2: discuss the six five if you have like anything there
0: so i don't own a six five but you two do you use yours uh, at one point in time i don't know what you do now but coyote I mean, hunting the,
2: the main reason i'm going to use my again is one i have a threaded barrel i'm going to suppress it, yeah so. yeah yeah
0: so all i ever hear is this gun's badass this <laughs> gun's badass when i when i've been looking at like new coyote rounds it's versatile you can use it for both, you can use it for all kinds of stuff. Um it actually, if I'm remembering things correctly, because I was looking at six millimeter creed as well, uh when I was buying a rounds, six five outperforms the six creed further distances. Um uh, if I'm am I wrong about that? I think you're wrong about that, but it's fine. Cam, okay, am I wrong there? What's that? Six five outperforming the six creed
3: further out you go. Mm. Yes and no. Um Ballistically, no. Six Creed is going to be a little bit flatter <laughs> shooting. But 6.5 Creed more for shooting animals, I think, would be more effective.
0: Okay. Maybe that's what I was On a whitetail. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I had it as one of my number ones. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. So, let's recap Cam's top five, and, we're, and we'll kind of go through ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Cam's top five. We've got the 243 Winchester. At number five. At number five. Number four, the 30-odd-six. Number three, the 270 Number two, the three oh eight, which is Cam's loan, uh, loan caliber that none of us had on ours. Yeah, yeah.
2: nobody has that on our list. But uh, it. Makes sense. Done. It also makes sense though. Yeah, it does. I mean, you can't argue that, really.
0: And in number one, the six five Creedmoor. Yeah, pretty. Okay, so do we want to give honorable mention? His honorable mention first.
2: Yeah, let's go for honorable. What do you got, honorable mention?
3: So my honorable mention is the three hundred Win Mag. Um. It's a. It, i i don't like saying this and a lot of people say it. it's too much for a light tail it's it's not too much if you put an effective shot in um i mean if you're hitting shoulder or you're hit i mean it's gonna i'm well aware <laughs> <laughs>
2: take the it's whole gonna shoulder do some
3: damage. i'd i'd put it right there with like seven millimeter rim mag too much it's not too much um but it is a big caliber you're getting yeah. a lot of recoil um yes you do because you're pushing 150 to a 200 grain bullet, you know, almost 3,000 feet a second, and then cost is the only reason, yeah. the main reason why it's not on the list. On our website, cheapest is about thirty five, thirty six dollars a box, going up to sixty dollars a box. So it is a lot more uh, expensive, and then availability. It's a little bit less available than the other ones. You can still find it for sure, but but it had to be somewhere. So I threw that one as my honorable mention.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I have the 300 wind Mag on my list, but I can't,
2: it was number five on my list. So I'll be, I'll be real with you. That would honestly be arguably in my personal opinion, go up there with one of the worst. I've helped track more deer (laughs) shot by a 300 wind mag.
0: I'm one of those people. Yes. It's the only reason the 300 wind mag is on my list because I've killed multiple deer with it now. But every one of those deer I've killed, I was worried something went wrong. Now, now to its credit, both of those deer died within 40 yards per shot. <laughs> so, like, you know, I mean. <laughs> but it
1: kicks so bad that you have no <laughs> you idea have what happened. <laughs> but for You real. get a concussion every time yeah, you do. They're,
3: they're just, they're an absolute, if you're sighting one in or you're shooting. Oh, it's it's you know, rough. It's Especially if you have a pencil barrel lightweight gun. I used to have a Weatherby that was a lightweight profile. That's what I went out first year elk hunting and sighting it in and shoot it's just not
2: fun. It's not pleasant. And that's I think that that right there goes back to the reason why I've helped track more deer shot by a 300 because that, that recoil People
1: are scared of it. They're they're I, they're yeah, conscious they're
2: conscious of that recoil, so they're thinking about it whenever it's happening. Yep. And you're not You're not, the recoil, you're not seeing your shot. You're not seeing the hit. You're not, so you don't know where you hit it. You're flinching whenever you pulled the trigger. So you didn't hit where you thought you did. Or you're possibly flinching. I mean, so I'm not, I'm not uh, downplayed. I agree with you. Good caliber. I just don't think everybody can handle that caliber. Agreed. I mean, I'm one of those guys that
0: that's been my deer rifle for one reason or another the last few years. And it has straight up smoked two deer mm-hmm. but it kicks so hard on both of them right. that i wasn't i wasn't 100% confident. confident in my shots which both of them were
2: and both shots. of them were
0: perfect shots and the deer died within 40 yards but their reaction to the shot too made me think i did something wrong right it's almost like they didn't know what just zipped through them before you know, they were out of my, my sight picture.
1: Yeah. Well, they got knocked out a little bit, too, whenever you hit them. You get a concussion whenever you them. <laughs> <laughs> they get hit by a train. yeah, They're like, what yeah. the F just happened? That's what goes yeah, on. Yeah,
3: you're seeing stars, so you don't see where it takes off after it makes yeah. impact. So. Exactly. But
1: So
0: I did have the 300 Win Mag on, as number five on my list. Yeah. So And you guys have it on yours? Andy, you obviously didn't. I you did not. Micah, nope. no. No. Okay, before we tell our lists... Mm-hmm. Which we've pretty much said where our stuff is. Let's do that. Let's t- let's tell start our list before we get into the worst. D- yep. Let me go. I'll, I'll do mine. Okay, yep. Andy, you do your list first.
2: So, I'll start from the top and go down. No, go the, from b- five. bottom up. Okay. Don't don't mess my with my five, OCD, bro. No one said this one. Number five, and I asked a few different people before this podcast. You had to pick one gun. Deer hunting. What's it going to be? Can I guess? No, because I told you. Oh, okay, you did. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, shout-out to uh, Thomas McCorkendale. I talked to him uh, this week and and put him on the spot. And then Austin as well said this, and I think I talked to one other person. The 25-odd-6. That's a good one. The 25-odd-6 was both their answers. I've never had one, don't own one, don't know much about it, but I felt like there's enough people I've heard about liking that gun that – i, I feel list. like it warranted that list so andy's I, number five
1: i know about that gun i have a buddy and that's what his kids have shot mm-hmm. and it could just because they're kids but we've lost some deer over it. have you yes now that could just be bad shooting i don't know i wasn't there i don't know the situation but some deer have been shot with it and those deer were never found yeah. Not saying they didn't die I mean, or you know, what, I mean, but sure, you, know, you know, with yeah. any caliber but yeah.
2: that's warranted. Right. Cameron, correct me if I'm wrong. It's pretty close to a two forty-three.
3: Yeah, so twenty five out six is a lower grain offhand. I mean, they probably go down in the 50, 60 grain up to about a hundred. <laughs> I think they they max out around that 100, 120 grain mm-hmm. projectile. Um it's just a really fast smaller caliber, so yep. less recoil, great for youth. It's obscure, so you're not going to find many guns chambered in 25-06, especially anymore. Like, you probably can't find a single gun on the shelf right now that's 25-06, you know, five, ten years ago, you definitely could. Um, That's why I think it's just, you you don't find ammo as much because the guns aren't being sold. So, it goes hand-in-hand. Whatever guns are on the shelf, that's what ammo the manufacturers are putting out.
2: And I obviously didn't think my list through um, as well as Cameron did no. because you know I didn't take availability. But you're right. I mean, I go back and look at any you know gun store I've been in in the last two years. I can't tell you when I've seen a 25 out six sitting on the shelf. Yeah. Sense. caliber though. Yeah. Anyway, number, number five, five was 25 out six. Four was 30 out six. We talked about that one. Yep. Three was 243. Uh, two was 270, and my number one, which. It's kind of odd because I didn't like the three hundred wind mag so much. But my <laughs> my number one is the seven mag. <laughs> and I and that is one hundred percent from personal experience. My dad has a Remington seven hundred BDL seven mag. It kicks less than the two seventy that my mom has. And for some reason I can tell you right now, if I someone said, Hey, there's a deer out there, kill it and I had a row of guns. I'm gonna reach and grab that seven mag, and that is the gun I will be shooting. I mean, if I had to be put on the spot, kill that deer right now, I grab the seven mag. I can't disagree. No, I no. won't say why, but yeah. My honorable mention was, and I just felt like it needed to be on there. The thirty thirty. I just felt like the oh, thirty thirty, thirty very hard for me not to put that on. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Especially in Missouri where we're pretty, you know, a lot lot more tight quarters. Yeah. I mean, uh, you,
1: you can go a lot of places where you won't even have a 50-yard shot. Right. Easy. Right. I mean, that's easy to do in Missouri. Yeah. So
2: I, th- I just feel like old lever action 30-30 would hit a lot of people uh, for an honorable mention there. I don't there. think you want to shoot people with it. No, <laughs> no. Like hit a lot of people with it. Sorry. Sorry yeah. Bad wording. Bad wording. Okay. That's mine. There's Amy's. That's Michael. All right. Okay, Michael. Let's All hear right
1: yours. I'll do mine. Number five, six five uh Creedmore, just because yeah. I haven't used it yet enough. I've heard a lot of good things. My number four is actually We haven't no, talked about that. Nobody's the six five Grindel. The reason why the Six Five is on there, uh, my brother, he he was the one that got me into the six five Grindel realm or whatever, and he has killed multiple deer. They are extremely accurate in my in my experience. And I have, I haven't seen a deer go over 50 yards when shot with it. So yeah, it's great, great gun for that.
2: Um, hold, on, hold on,
0: Cam, you want to add to that? On, got, he had a smirk. Cam yeah. had a
2: smirk for minute. The a
3: minute. 6.5 five is a great cartridge. It's, it's optimal for deer hunting just because of the grain of the bullet, feet per second, all that good stuff. Um, the only downside that I see with the 6.5 is just firearm availability. You can find ammo but a 6.5 Grendel there are some bolt actions out there uh Mm -hmm. Ruger makes one in the American I think Savage makes one but other than that it's all semi-auto ARs which hey great I'm all about hunting with an AR um but just availability wise that's the only reason
1: I I have had thought about it yeah I have had issues finding ammo for it I will say that for sure um my number three was a 30 six. we talked about it. My number two also is the seven mag and the reason I made it on the list because that was the first rifle I used to kill my first deer with. That was the gun that I was always borrowing yeah. from my brother that he let me use and that's what I killed at least one maybe two or three deer with it yep. so they didn't go far after shooting <laughs> no, <they> so don't. <laughs> that makes it nice. and your number one number one was the 270. And you have an honorable mention? Mine was kind of the 30-30, same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't think of any, but any. at some point in time, more than likely, you've hunted with a 30-30. For the, the group of people that I've hunted with You know, the longest, at some point, they've always used a 30-30. I personally have never hunted with one. I've shot them multiple me- times, me either. but uh, I just have never done it. I think they're sweet guns. I've in. never used a 30-30 or
2: a 30-06, but...
1: I just know
0: they're staples right yeah no i hear you okay my list uh my number five was actually the 300 win mag uh and that was because that is the gun i've used the most deer hunting Mm -hmm. mostly out of necessity it will not be my deer gun anymore actually it's not on my list because i haven't had any experience with it yet but i'm going to be shooting and my sons will be shooting um this year i know you season's over but um, there's, there's a, su- there's a second one. Plus I might, I'm going to probably take them rifle hunting with me is the six arc. It's one of them i to be using this year. Um, it's mostly because I built it and, uh, <laughs> it's a sweet caliber. Do you I don't want to, wanna... and I don't want to shoot the 300 Win back anymore. <laughs> I don't uh, know, where'd you build it from? Uh, old Midwest mm-hmm. Gunworks. Yeah. There can you, you kind
1: of, for people that, cause it's kind of a newer round, can you kind of break that round down? Just kind of explain, you know, some of the specs on that.
3: Yeah. So a six arc is very similar to the six, five grindle. Uh, it's built off the same dimensions, so it's going to use the same uh, bolt face and then, of course, different bullets, 6-millimeter bullet instead of a you know 6.5. Um, usually they run around that 100, 108 grain. Which ones are you shooting?
0: I'm shooting the Precision Hunter, so they're the 10, 105s. So I can't remember for sure, but so maybe the right 103s. around there,
3: Depending on barrel length, 25, 26, all the way up to 2,800 feet per second. It's another one that's very versatile. It's a newer round, mostly, I mean, it it was made for semi-autos, so it was made to be optimized feeding into a semi-auto. But the main benefit is if you have a 5.56 and you want to make the switch to a 6 arc, the only thing you have to change is the barrel and then bolt carrier group, really the bolt head, but you can just buy a whole bolt carrier group and then a magazine. So you can you know change your five five six to a six arc, and then run with it that way. It's mm-hmm. Great cartridge and ammo is a little tough, but it is. I becoming, can attest to that. But it's becoming like the six 5 Creedmoor, I think. So you're going to see availability get better and better. I think yeah. on it.
0: Yep. Agreed. So number five was my 300 Win Mag, but like I said, psych bitch, the <laughs> <laughs> six arc's coming. Um, number four was 30 out six for me. Yep. Number three was the 243. number two was the 270 and number one i had the 6.5 creedmoor and i had a like a 1a was the seven mag um and that is a has a lot to do with my brother-in-law russell that thing dude's deadly blast shit and it you know like cameron was saying with the 300 win mag and the seven mag people think they're overkill but guess what they do they kill it. They kill. <laughs> <laughs> they do the job and they do right. it well. So I had the seven mag as my, my second one. And then my honorable mention, and this is a straight up shout out to my brother in law Russell, who I'm going to apologize on the show right now, that I did not discuss any of my list with. I did it on purpose. I figured you did. No, I wanted to be a big boy and not have him <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have your own opinion. I wanted about to it. have my own list and not have basically Russell be like, That's a dumbass list because it probably is. <laughs> Um so my honorable mention is all for him is the four fifty Bushmaster. Because he takes that thing into the timber and he's like, listen, that four fifty Bushmaster, I'm gonna plow through some shit. And uh so that's my my honorable mention. See a deer behind those trees, behind that tree? I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah. That's for my brother in law Russell right there. What do you think about the four fifty Bushmaster, Cam?
3: I think four fifty Bushmaster is a Great caliber, especially if you're in one of these horrible states like Illinois um, that you can only hunt with a shotgun or a straight-walled cartridge. Um, So, I mean, you can use a 450 Bushmaster. It's a gigantic bullet. Usually they're over 300 grains. A lot slower, but they're just a thumper.
2: You can find them
3: pretty sporadically um, firearm-wise. Ruger makes a uh, American ranch hand, I think a ranch. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the exact model's called, but it's a little 16 inch barrel, super compact gun, inexpensive, like 500 bucks. Throw a scope on that. And that'd be a, a great all around uh, deer gun for you. And then ammo availability. It's okay. I wouldn't say it's bad and I wouldn't say it's good. You can find it, you know, right. in different places.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, what I got 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 to throw one out there, and it's a little bit to wrestle too because I talked about him today, and I don't know if Cameron's looked into it much or not yet, because it's not technically out, but I think this will be my next gun. Whitetail, elk, whatever. The seven millimeter PRC. Hornaday just came out with it with just the cartridge. Came out with it. The announcement like last week. Yes, the gun
1: manufacturers I I, I actually I just listened to a podcast from Horny on that. So I,
2: I did. I listened to Hornady's podcast about um, the seven millimeter PRC. The, the gun manufacturers haven't necessarily even like announced their rifles yet for it, but according to Hornaday, about every major manufacturer is going to have this. Um, yeah. From my understanding, it's a lot like the three hundred PRC and the three hundred Win Mag, except it's just as fast. to have a twenty four inch barrel and has 32% less recoil. Hmm. I don't know anything about it. I, yeah, I first I time. Mean, hearing it. I mean yeah. Well, see. there's
3: a, I mean there's just so many new cartridges coming out left and right and, you know, some of them won't stick, some right. of them will. Um, be Super hard to find ammo at first. Like 6.5 PRC. Um, that's another one that mm-hmm. is very recent, but it's a great cartridge. That one, I would feel much more comfortable shooting an elk with um you can get 143 grain and they're going 2950 instead of 2750 um as a 6.5 creedmore so that's another one that's kind of cool but finding ammo is going to be hard finding guns is going to be hard and
1: isn't the 6.5 prc isn't that the ammo like super expensive
3: it's going to be very expensive just yeah. like any cartridge when they first come out it's only one because the availability is so low and their volume of production is so low, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be expensive. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: that's the only like the downfall to the six arc that I'm going to be shooting is from what I know, there's only three factory rounds mm-hmm. available right now. They're all manufactured by Hornaday because that's who yep. uh, came out it. with the round, and it took me some time to find. Now, when okay. I found it, I bought the shit out of it. That's um, so that I didn't have you know to worry about it for a while. But... I see
2: that happening with a seven millimeter PRC because they're they're talking about your bullet range was like from 150 to 190. And like 175 was their recommended like sweet spot for it. And the 175, I I swear they said on on it, was pushing 3,050 to 3,100 feet per second. So it was booking. With a 175-grain bullet. I, was, I mean, sign me up. That's a killer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, it was yeah. interesting. I didn't know if Cameron, if you had, had read much it. on that one yet or not.
3: Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be expensive, but it'll be cool.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: The part of the show that I'm most excited for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is what let is let have Cameron's it. least favorite deer rifle round? And we'll also say ours, which I don't really have one, but I feel like I know what he's going to say. Yeah. So we'll just go from there.
3: So. Yeah, it was hard for me to choose the worst because I don't think there is a worst besides, like, 22 long rifle, which probably killed more deer at night than any other freaking cartridge out there. I guarantee so, it. Um, But in this cartridge— Some people I, feel targeted right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this cartridge I've killed two whitetails with. Um, so it is effective, but I would say it's probably the worst, and that is
2: 223.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I figured so, he was going to say. Yeah. So, again, I've killed one deer I killed with uh, semi-auto AR that I built at gunsmithing school, shot that deer with a 75 grain hollow point, uh, probably pushing, you know, 26, 2700 feet per second. So, it's slower than all of these rounds we've talked mm-hmm. about and half the size of a bullet. So... The benefit of a two-two-three is there's no recoil. Um, so if you have a youth, um, someone that doesn't like recoil, a two-two-three obviously will get the job done. Both of the deer that I shot, it was one shot, you know, not a far track, done type of thing. But you're shooting a fifty-five to seventy-seven grain bullet, slower than you're shooting a two forty-three, out thirty-eight six. All of these cartridges, so it's just so much less effective um than
2: the
1: others yeah no i agree and the reason it's my number worse is because my, my number worse, <laughs> yeah my number worse. i shot a buck i was walking out of the woods came up i was walking you know down this finger of woods and i see a bedded buck with a doe right next to her i shot the buck while he was bedded my fault shouldn't have done that never found him so I tracked him. I couldn't tell you how far miles it felt like, but uh, never ended up finding that deer. So that's yeah. why I'll yeah.
2: never do it again. <laughs> and I know there'll be a lot of people say, "Oh, I killed! I killed all kinds of deer you with." It. Definitely can. You can for sure. You my brother, can.
1: my little brother, uh, has killed two deer with it. Whenever he was younger, he he got out of hunting pretty soon after that. But the, whenever my oldest brother took him hunting, he would use a two-two-three, and anytime he shot a deer, he killed it. So, you know. It is what it is.
2: I feel like it has its place. Yeah, with youth and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Camera saying like, you know, the recoil is less. Get get kids out outdoors, but also they need you know keep the range close.
1: Manage your shots. Manage your
2: expectations for the cartridge. Right.
3: Yeah, and use the heaviest grain bullet you can. There's a lot of cartridges out there that you can buy factory like 75 grain um Just a lot more effective. It's a heavier bullet, so it's going to open up more. If you're shooting. In Missouri, you can't shoot full metal jackets no. um, per, you know, conservation laws, and you don't want to anyway. It's a terrible idea. But if you get a, you know, hollow point 75 grain, it's going to open up a little bit better. The one that I, the second one that I shot was with a bolt action that I built at gun spending school for my dad. So I wanted to shoot a deer with it It was actually the first buck that I ever killed. Um, and I want to say it was a 69 grain hollow point it was an absolute tack driver but again it's a 69 grain bullet going probably that one was probably going 2850 2900 maybe because it was a 24 26 inch barrel
0: yeah yeah and I didn't I didn't really write one down for the worst I I did I guess I did write one down and I wrote down the 22 long rifle just because I'm like I'm, I'm I don't sure want to piss everybody off illegal but yeah <laughs> yeah sure. uh, uh that's exactly why but you know what you just said
2: Oh well, fuck. there's people BB out there guns guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I figured the
0: 223 was going to be your answer and um, the reasoning I would have behind it is similar to what you said why that when you have so many other options you know that would probably do the job better not that that
1: can't yep. do the job but I mean if it's all you got i ain't gonna oh no go, i agree go yeah, hunt go that's all you can yeah. is. And, and it's got a lot gun. of
0: advantages it's the cheapest gun to shoot out of all of them yeah yeah you know if you just want to go shoot you want to go coyote hunting too you want to deer hunt i mean it's it's the cheapest to shoot mm-hmm. and i i love that gun for coyote hunting i obviously but, i bought that npr and i am a big fan of it and it made other top five lists for coyotes but um, from
2: a perspective of you have a wall full of guns it's and not the one you You can walk up and pick whatever cartridge you want right. out of those.
1: Not gonna pick it. Not picking it. Right. No, I agree. No, yeah. Okay, that's our list. That's it. Anything? Uh-huh. Any other ones that you can think of that we should any discuss? Possibly honorable mentions.
3: Man, there was a lot of good cartridges brought up. I don't. I can't just off the top of my head think of any others. Thirty thirty was one that I put a lot of thought into. Just because it's probably the most iconic classic round out of all of them, the downside being it's only in a lever gun. Yeah. And then another downside is post-pandemic, thirty thirty ammo for whatever reason was gone. I mean, you because everybody's not, got one. That's you why. could <laughs> not find a single box of thirty thirty, and people were selling them on GunBroker for two, three times the price. I mean, it got crazy. You can find it a little bit better now because ammo's come back. Um, But really just my list came down to not what I thought was the most effective on Whitetail, but with a checklist of different attributes, what check different ones, whether that be versatility, the, you know, price, availability, Mm -hmm. all these different things that somebody, if they were, okay, this is the one, you know, bolt action deer gun that I want to buy. I want to be able to find ammo. I want to be able to find a gun that I actually want.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't want to
3: find, you know, a, whatever caliber. There's only one model of gun out there, so I'm stuck to that one. If you're wanting to buy a 6-5, and all of my top five, you can find guns on the shelf, whether it's two forty-three, two seventy, .270, six 308 or 65, you You're going to find a gun across the board from Remington, Winchester, Savage, all these companies. So I think if you already have other guns then you may try to find something a little bit more versatile but again it's man there's so many different options and there's so many arguments to each one all of them are gonna put down a deer all of them are gonna you know shoot good groups so it just comes down to personal preference i think really
0: yeah yeah and when we didn't even talk about suppression you know that that's another variable that you know could add to someone's enjoyment of a different round
3: yeah that they might and I not think, have before th- you know i mean i think i a good honorable mention that i thought of is the 300 blackout for that reason hmm. um because 300 blackout is super versatile you can go from 110 grain bullet all the way up to a 220 grain subsonic now i really wouldn't want to shoot a deer with a 220 grain bullet going a thousand feet a second <laughs> um but you can shoot 120 130 150 grain bullet and you can convert your ar alternative methods you can get a 300 blackout pistol and then you know hunt with that In in years past i've gone out never shot one with a 556 ar with a 10 and a half inch barrel which is not a good idea um because you're just getting such a low velocity but now i have a 300 blackout pistol that is a heavier bullet more feet per second, you can find ammo for it, you can suppress it, all these good things. So that's another cartridge that say you have an AR or you're looking for an alternative methods gun, you can get an AR pistol or something like that. So that could be another option.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like it. Well there you have it folks. There's Cam's top five and our three dumbass lists that <laughs> we just uh you know, I, I kinda I so, actually I kinda feel a little validated that there was only one of my rounds that wasn't on Cam's list. Yeah, I, I feel and he it was his honorable mention. So actually, I was five for
2: five. I, yeah. I'm pretty happy. I guess I wasn't.
0: He had the 308, but I'm, I still feel good about myself. I was a big boy. I didn't need Russell on this one. I just <laughs> wanted to do it myself. <laughs>
2: And I succeeded. So oh, I was feel disappointed in myself. I mean, he used logic and reason to develop <laughs> this list. And I went, zombie apocalypse, row of guns, what do I grab? This
1: is what I'm going with.
0: Uh,
2: and kid. I just went off experiences, honestly. Yeah. yeah, no,
0: I I think that's a good good way to go about it, though. You know, I mean.
3: Yeah, no, I know I know there's people right now just, like, in their cars or at home punching air going, there's no way the 6'5 Creedmoor is <laughs> number one. is way better a 30-06 is gonna kill a deer better than a 6.5 Creedmoor I mean let's be honest right but if you're going checkbox style more versatile and it's just easier to find now um if we're talking effective whitetail cartridges 30-06 and 270 I think are right there for number one I would say 270 is probably the most effective whitetail round yeah, uh, That's
0: awesome. I like it. Makes sense, man. Well, before we end this recording, uh, you want to give the listener a real quick, uh, uh, update on what's going on at Midwest gun works and how they can get a hold of you guys.
3: Yeah. So same old, same old at, at MGW. We're pumping along, you know, deer seasons here, duck seasons, getting ready to start up. So we've been real busy. I would say the hot stuff right now leading into this month is going to be black Friday. Um, so I haven't even talked to you guys about it, but we're going to have a totally different Black Friday promotion than we've ever done before. So it's actually going to be pretty cool. Um, So when that gets closer, then I'll send that over to you guys so you can uh, let everyone know about that. But if they ever want to check anything out that we've got going on social media, it's just Midwest gun works on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube's getting, hotter as we're going uh we've got a new studio now so we're pumping out a video a week across the board of different things going on in the shop how to's all that good stuff so if they want to check that out you know we've got some different things on there but check out the website just midwestgunworks.com if you need ammo all that good stuff you guys have discount code so they can use that on anything that they're ordering Um, But if they're about to place an order, I'd say within the next few weeks, I'd definitely wait for that Black Friday promotion.
1: There you go. That's Good heads
0: up. Good heads up. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, Cameron Tinker, we appreciate uh, your time tonight. You got a sick kid at home, and you uh, took the time to to do this fun list. I was excited about it. Yep. Uh, I, I also want to give a plug to another podcast that I listened to. I had the idea before I listened to this podcast because it's a very similar show. Um, I feel like I sent him this idea. The Fox Pro, oh, yeah, you did. Yes, yeah, Fox, we had yeah. this idea. We've uh, had it for a long Fox time. Fox Pro podcast did this. Just had oh, a show yeah. on coyotes. Yeah. On coyote coyotes. Top there Five coyote rounds yeah. with um, um, John oh Collins gosh. and Randy Anderson. No, not Randy Anderson. Bob. Um, oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Um, Big Al. Big, oh, Al Morris. Al Morris. Thank yeah. you. Sorry, man. Um, he had John Collins and Big Al I'm Morris on that show. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Al's um, yeah. top five, and uh, then John had his list as well. So it was a pretty cool show. You should check that one out also. Yep. All right, Cam, thanks for your time,
1: man. We'll holler at you later. Yeah,
3: appreciate it.
1: See ya. That's it, and that's all, folks. Are you, uh, Are you shocked said- by any of his picks? I am. Cameron's? Which one? 6'5".
2: Really? I didn't think that'd be number one. Before I didn't know we, if it was going to Before we be, ever started the show, I didn't think it would be.
1: I didn't. Once he said three, I thought it would be. I didn't know if it would be number one. I knew it was going to be on his list. I didn't know it was going to be number I'll
2: one. I'll be way honest. He, like, structured that, his picks, way more logically than I was thinking he would. Like, I was thinking when we started, like, Terminal, Shoot a Deer, like, usability i wasn't thinking of putting the whole thing together of you know versatility affordability availability and using those as a matrix to well, figure I mean, out a <laughs>
0: really good way to a matrix. structure it because <laughs> I mean, if you're thinking about just like what would kill a deer the best right 50 cal i mean let, fuck it let, bazooka
1: right i mean I was, but
2: i was thinking okay recoil you know like usability of the gun functionality like functionality as opposed to availability, versatility. I mean, you can
0: shoot a 50 cal. You might be 40 feet behind it afterwards, right? Just saying. Right. But
1: no, yeah, it, I, no. I, was, I really enjoyed the way that he mm-hmm. structured it. It makes yeah, a lot of sense. I, I like I, I did mine all off of experiences, pretty much.
0: And I kind of did it a little off experience and things I've heard because mm. <laughs> some of the Same. some of the guns in my list, actually two of them in my list, I've never actually used. Right. Six five Creedmoor and the two seventy. I've never same hunted with either
2: I've never of them. used thirty out six or twenty. I guess in the seven
0: mag. I've never hunted with a seven mag either. Really? but I think, um, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just. I mean, I, I, I just a little fun exercise. How about that? We'll call it a fun exercise.
2: Well, I think you got some different perspectives there. You got one that's you know, okay. If I had to go buy a rifle, pick a rifle for my deer hunting rifle, what would it be? And that's Cameron's list, and it makes complete sense. That I will not disagree with any of his picks. But then you have, like I, I think I mentioned, zombie apocalypse, wall full of guns, pick you, one, go. For a deer. For a deer. <laughs> deer apocalypse. Deer should, we have,
1: should we have a top we sh- five guns for the zombie apocalypse?
2: That might be a different episode. I like it.
1: I got ideas. I already know my number one. Well, just go ahead and say it because I'm not doing a show on it. 22. Dude. 22. No way. 22. 22. No way. for the zombie hundred percent ab- why no okay first off you only got uh they take one bullet in the head they're dead right I don't know, never shot a zombie apparently Get, that's it. how it works i don't know semi automatic i thought you had to double tap semi automatic I thought you had to double tap that's always be, double tap always double rule. tap but zombie land yeah, one shot in the head always kills them twenty two you can hold more ammo carry more ammo okay it's inherently pretty accurate gun
2: yeah but you're going to have to let them get within 50 yards. Mm,
1: they're slow. I mean, you could go 100 maybe, but. <laughs> I mean, some of them are slow. I'm just saying that's my number one. I am thinking go number sh-
2: I think i go semi-automatic shotgun, number one.
1: No, nah, I can't hold as many rounds as I want. I want you more rounds. mags? I want more rounds, lightweight. So I'm going 22, then 223. Why the hell have you put so much thought into this?
2: Dude, I feel like it's a common thing you should. You don't think about the zombie apocalypse? I'm going, I don't. I'm 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 going straight. Probably I wish I was in the world you are. Jeez. I'm probably going straight. Twenty <laughs> twenty gauge semi-automatic like AR style shotgun. Okay. Drum mag. So I'm thinking. What kind of bullet though? You're gonna do buckshot. It doesn't
1: freaking matter if a 22
2: no. will kill them. What's it matter? No, I don't I'm think curious. so. i I mean, I mean at that point, I want I want spread and pattern because if I you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm trying okay. and, I'm hey, warm hey, hey, hey. to knock out one one type thing. You gotta go headshots. right? Rule
0: number thirty-two. Enjoy the little things. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: speaking of you didn't give your number one we need you to for you know, the zombie apocalypse yeah, for the zombie apocalypse I'm not I'm not doing this with you
2: but then I I, I think <laughs> you're on to something with the 22 I never thought about the 22 oh god but then you do have to go 556223 five, right because Absolutely. availability
0: availability you can't you availability what are you going to go to Dick's Sporting Goods in the zombie apocalypse and just pick up some shit
2: yeah i well, might the break the window i it. might break the window at dick which one <laughs> Fuck dicks, they don't care yeah, any guns or ammo. That's true. So you can go there if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can go into any house where a guy is turned into
1: the a zombie. Odds. More than likely he's gonna have five five six ammo. I agree. I'm, so his, and twenty two so, ammo. So his
0: five five six shit didn't work very good if he's a zombie. He,
1: he might wouldn't. have just been had the bad blood. I don't know.
0: Dude. You don't know him circumstances. Right. Bill Freaking Murray didn't have <laughs> z- the zombie blood. He let people get too close. Yes. He did. You let them get too close. Too close. You don't let people get too close. You, know, you got to know the people. Got to trust them. Them damn redheads will get you every time. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Um. okay. So, for the listener, you were not supposed to be here tonight, Micah. I wasn't. And Andy said he was going to talk mad shit. Yeah. Okay. And he had mad good whatever. I'm waiting for you to talk that mad shit. You've had an intro. He showed up. I know. I'll shut up.
2: So I really can't. I really can't talk. I my just want to know
0: what it was you were going to say because I am excited to have. I, I wanted to hear it. I really wasn't that prepared. I was just once planning a, on talking. Dude, you showed up once, with a ledger of
2: paper. I was
0: prepared for the topic. That was his list. We've been through 130 shows, and this guy finally prepares.
1: <laughs> this was one that he
2: was really. I mean, excited he's only about. been to seven really of the excited. shows. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and you fucker still. Okay. Oh.
0: So what's this? I wanna hear the great dad joke that you had. You can still use it, can't I you? Mean, no, he, he not nothing joke. about
1: a Dad. No, joke. He did say that. No, we didn't. He 100%. said I was gonna talk shit about you. About no. me not coming. No.
2: Not I, I, I got one for you. Okay. Your brother your your brother does bees. Yes, right? he does. Yeah? Brother's a bee farmer. What what do you call a beehive with no exit? With no exit? Yeah. Nate, what do you call? It? Beehive beehive with no exit. No idea. A b-hole. You don't know? No. That's unbelievable. <laughs> you get the can't leave, Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, I got spelled it. out for you sometimes. See, he said
0: I got way too many jokes ready for you being gone. So he said jokes. It was a lie. Okay, I wasn't ready. <laughs> and this is about I was
2: being just planning, gone. It wasn't
1: like dad jokes. I was just
2: play Yes, I was planning on Micah being gone. I was going to talk shit. He's not gone. Can't talk shit.
1: No. <laughs> because yeah. he's scared to do with my face. <laughs> The, the jokes, this <laughs> the is jokes, what I wanted. The jokes it took aren't a minute, relevant, but this
2: is what I want. I'll do it to his face, the jokes aren't relevant. I want you to here. do it to his face.
1: I just want to No, hear because you would be like, nope, this fucker never shows up to anything or something like that. That's exactly. how it not, went, it's right? It's not
2: funny anymore, exactly. Right. So oh, I imagine that. Mike is not here, but he is here, so it's not funny.
1: Right. No, I get it. I get it, man. I mean. It's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Okay. I, I wanted to just get you two to fight, is what I was hoping for.
2: We're not going to fight. You just did. We're it. friends. Not really. I'll say it to his face. <laughs> I'll the drop friend. that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> not call him dad. He better
0: not get in my face. <laughs> not even if there's a fire. I literally watched that the other day, and it holds up so good. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. There's actually a Will Ferrell movie that is not a well-known one, and I do not remember which one it is off the top of my head right really
2: now. Really not well-known.
0: And it is hilarious. Gosh, what is it? What's the premise?
2: Is this a dad joke? It's Will Ferrell. This line is pretty freaking it's terrible It's just right now. Will Ferrell. It's a Will
0: Ferrell movie. It is freaking great. Of course, the other guys is a classic in my opinion. Yes, it's so aggravating. The other I guys. I just watched it the other day. The other guys. Is what crazy. did I say? You said the other guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. I'm. It, I just watched it like last week, and it was hilarious. Are we wasting time on this right now? We are. We are. We sure oh, are. Okay. It's Will Ferrell. Plus, everybody stopped listening about two minutes ago. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they're over. Right, should we go ahead and just, you know, yeah, stop we'll, stop we'll this continue. one? Yep. See Thanks you for listening, folks.
1: See you.